Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. And thank you, everyone, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening. We're honored greatly uh, by your time and presence, and we'd love to hear feedback from you. Okay, we're going to talk about something today that can make a huge difference. Tomorrow, next week, next year, every single day of your life, okay? Anybody interested in that? All right, well, give me a few minutes, and I think I can help you. Probably the biggest complaint I have heard from people over 30 years of counseling, therapy, ministry, um, you name it, is, I'm just tired all the time, or I just don't have the energy I used to have. If I just had more energy, I could get a lot of things done, or, you know, I don't have the energy, but because of obligations, I push myself anyway, and I feel like something's going to break, or something has broken from pushing myself, even though I didn't have the energy for months, years, or decades. The number one complaint of all time, okay? And as I talk to other uh, medical doctors, naturopaths, psychologists, ministers, counselors, it's the number one complaint they hear too. Now, there's another number one of like, you know, an illness or disease. The the number one um, non-physical disease, even though it has some physical manifestations that we've had, is depression, anxiety. The number one physical issue we've had over the years is autoimmune issues, all right? But, The number one complaint of anything is I'm tired, I don't have energy. If I did, it would make a big difference. I think think that's why things like, um, you know, you see commercials for like, um, you know, drink this uh, one ounce thing that costs $3 and it'll give you several hours worth of energy or pills or Red Bull or whatever it is because... So many people, I would say way more than 50%, 
feel this in their life. All right? Well, guess what? Just about everything on planet Earth that I have found, and this was maybe the major turning point of my life back decades ago, was realizing this. Just about every problem you can have in your life has a spiritual issue underlying it. And guess what? This one does too. Okay? So if you lack energy, uh, if your energy has gone down recently, if you only have 80% energy for a full day's worth of work, if any of these things apply to you, I think what I've got to say today is for you. All right? Um, when Hope was depressed, the 12, first 12 years of our marriage, when she was depressed, a lot of that time severely depressed, it was interesting to me because she could do one thing, let's say, in a day. And it would, she would be absolute, she, first of all, she had to psych herself up to get herself to do it. And then after she did it, most of the time she was absolutely wasted, okay? Um, for the rest of the day, sometimes for the next day too, all right? And it was amazing to me because she was in her 20s. Uh, she was depressed, but we didn't know she had any big-time physical thing, okay? Well, here's the reason for this, all right? There's a, a, a theory in medicine. I'm not sure if it's a theory anymore. Every medical doctor I've ever talked to believes in it and s subscribes to it. The first time I heard about it was from my good friend, Dr. Doris Rapp, a uh, medical doctor who is the worldwide pioneer of children's environmental medicine, who was uh, one of the endorsers of my last book on the back cover. Wonderful lady. Um, list of humanitarian honors as long as her arm. Um, honored in New York not too long ago. But she's the first person I heard about it from. And it's called the barrel effect. And the barrel effect means that you have a metaphorical barrel inside of you and all stress goes into that barrel. Mental, spiritual, physical. All stress goes into that barrel. All right? As long as that barrel isn't full, your immune systems, your healing systems, your coping mechanisms, your those things inside you that kind of keep you, like, kind of like when you inflate the bumpers on a bowling alley so that little kids can roll the ball down and it won't go in the gutter. It can't go in the gutter. Well, the systems that you have in your body, mind, and spirit are meant to keep you out of the gutters of life, either left or right, okay? Well, as long as that barrel is not full, those gutter guards in your life are up. And just about anything that can happen, you that's okay. You're still between the lines. You're still on track for your destination, which is what you're working toward in your life, and which is probably a lot of things. Career, finances, health, relationship, a lot of things. But you're on track for those. 
as long as that barrel is not full. Once that barrel gets almost full, then the next little nothing thing that happens breaks you. And that's where people make their first mistake. They think, ah, that thing broke me. No, it didn't. The thousand other things already in that barrel is what broke you. Without that, that last little nothing thing would hardly even have been noticed, much less break you, okay? Um, my, my wife read uh, an article not too long ago that was so interesting to me and, and, and made me think of it in a way I'd never thought about it before. And this lady, I believe, had written a, a best-selling book, and this was kind of the main metaphor throughout the book. And I should have gotten that reference, but uh, I forgot to do that. Actually, I just thought of this while we're talking here. And she compared it to spoons. And she said, uh, some people only have, um, let, let's say to do a full day's worth of stuff, you need 10 spoons. And a spoon represents a, a, a unit of energy, all right? And she was talking about uh, introverts, especially when introverts have to do something that is social around other people, which was another big issue for my wife, Hope. And the way she explained it is, you know, mo most people in the introvert and group that she was talking about, which would also have included Hope's depression and some other conditions as well, they don't have enough spoons. They need 10 spoons a day, but they've only got five. All right? And here's how this happens. You have all the energy you need every day for everything that you need to do. Okay? That is our default state. Body, mind, and spirit. But when that stress barrel gets fuller and fuller and fuller, the more full that that stress barrel gets, the more of your daily energy has to be used to keep that barrel in place, all right? And, and all those things in it, and to keep them from ruining your day. So, for instance, if, if you had a day where you need 10 spoons, or you need 10 units of energy, or whatever, and you have 10 units of energy, but your body, mind, and spirit have to use four of those to keep all the stuff in your stress barrel from leaking out and messing up your day, then that means you only have six units of energy actually available for today. So you're trying to do a day's worth of stuff, whether work, play, or something in between, that needs 10 units but you only have six. So what do you do? Well, you can only do six units of work. That's one choice, so you leave some stuff undone. Or you give up altogether and say, this just isn't working, so I'm going to quit everything. That's the worst case. Or you push through 
and force yourself day after day after day to get a full day's worth of stuff done even though about the last quarter to a third of the day you are really having to push yourself stressfully because you really don't have the energy to do it. And that describes so many people today. Well, I guarantee you, you do that for long, something's going to break. It's going to go from your body, mind, and spirit managing that barrel of stress that is not completely full yet to adding the stress of, of pushing through every day into the barrel which causes it to overflow and now you break and you've got cancer or depression or you get fired from your job because you're not doing it well or something. Okay, so where does this come from? What's the cause of this? And if, and if, and if every major issue has a spiritual issue underlying it, what is it for this one? All right, glad you asked. Doing something you don't want to do drains your energy. Some of the time, no, all the time. Doing something you don't want to do drains your energy. All right, so that's the first thing I would ask you to pray and meditate on this week is maybe make a little... Um, off-the-cuff list of the things that you need to do in a typical week, all right? How many of those do you want to do? You may be surprised. It, there may not be very many of them, okay? And don't try to rationalize. Go with your gut. Go with your feelings. Would you, it, would you rather do it or would you rather have the week off from that? if that was the choice, and there was no repercussions either way, would you choose not to do it? If you would choose not to do it, then you don't want to do it. All right? Every one of those that you do not want to do is, is adding to your stress barrel, which gives you less units of energy to use each day, and brings you a step closer to breaking at your weakest link, whether that is like Hope's depression or my acid reflux, which I had uh, early in our marriage at the time of Hope's acid reflux, or many, many other things, physical, mental, and spiritual. Okay, doing something that you want to do gives you energy. Now, I'm not saying you're not tired after you do it, you may very well be, okay? Uh, there's a thing called eustress. It is the only kind of stress that is good for you, all right? And you can uh, Google this. I think it's, it's spelled weird, uh, and I'm dyslexic, so I, may, I, I never was great at spelling. So E-U-W-E-W-E, -E -E, something like that, eustress. Eustress is the stress that we have to have in order to be healthy and stay in balance. Okay, a, a couple of examples of that. Your 
your bones and muscles and ligaments and tendons and muscular skeletal system need exercise, especially early in life. If you have a, a child who doesn't do anything but sit and watch TV, their muscles and bones and things are not going to develop properly. And they're going to have less bone density later in their life and have more muscular skeletal problems, etc., etc., etc. Now, does that mean that um, going to work out, uh, what, what Josh Axe and Jordan Rubin, my good friends, recommend for people who are kind of out of college age into adulthood is about 20 minutes three times a week. Okay? And, th and that's all. That's all you really need. Well, does that mean you're not tired after 20 minutes? No, it does not mean that. You may very well be tired after 20 minutes, but it gives you more energy than the tired that you feel from doing it. Meaning long term, you're going to have more energy every day because of that 20 minutes three times a week, even though it makes you tired than if you didn't do it, okay? So doing something you want to do gives you energy long-term every time, okay? So doing what you don't want to do fills up your stress barrel, gets you closer to breaking at your weakest link, and drains your energy, doing something you want to do, considering you, the, the only disclaimer here is unless you believe it's wrong. If you do something um, that you want to do, but you believe it's wrong, that will hurt you just like doing something you don't want to do. In fact, even more. But as long as you believe it's right or okay, doing something you want to do long-term gives you more energy. All right, now that... that that probably is pretty vanilla. You decide, okay, okay, I knew that. That makes sense. But what's the point? What's the underlying spiritual thing? Here it is. To have the life that you want to have, you have to turn your ha you have to turn your have tos into want tos. Let me say that again. To have the health, success happiness, relationships, life that you most desire and that I would say your family desires, God desires for you, you have to turn your have-tos into want-tos. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one thing I'm aware of in the world that will turn your have-tos into want-tos, and that's love. And I don't mean you're, you're you know, um, having sex all the time. I don't mean you're on the couch singing Kumbaya all the time. Everything positive comes from love. Okay? Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, forgiveness, identity, worth, trust, belief. Everything positive comes from love. All right? Some of you uh, have read in my books or heard me share this illustration, but I'm going to share it again real quick just because it fits this so well. Uh, before Hope kicked me out of the house 
about a year and a half into our marriage, said, I, I need you to leave the house. I cannot stand to live with you anymore. The thing in life that I did not want to do more than anything else was clean a toilet. It disgusted me. I thought it was beneath me, which of course was a lie. And I would do anything, lie, whatever, to get out of cleaning a toilet. And if I did have to do it and couldn't get out of it, I was absolutely disgusted, having a horrible time, probably muttering under my breath the whole time until I was finished. And it absolutely exhausted me. And then I had to go take a nap or do something fun or get something sweet or a candy bar or potato chips or something to sort of offset that negative. After I had a transformation in my life, the biggest spiritual turning of my life that changed everything from mid-twenties to now, and Hope and I were back together, happy, had a, re, uh, a recommitment service for our marriage. We were really poor, and Hope had started a house cleaning business. And so I would go with her sometimes. And right after we were back together, we went to clean a house. And when we got in, she gave me a bucket, and she took a bucket, and she said, I'm going to this end of the house and I'm going to start doing something. I don't remember, dusting, vacuuming, something. And she said, you go to that end of the house and start cleaning the bathrooms and, and the toilet. Now, <laughs> she will tell you that she did not do that on purpose because she very well knew of my toilet thing. I'm still not totally convinced that's true, but I'll take her word for it. But anyway... About five minutes later, she's doing whatever she's doing, and she becomes a little bit angry because she hears me joyfully, loudly singing. Well, she, she couldn't see me, so she did not know what I was doing, but the one thing she believed she knew I was not doing was cleaning the toilets because she knew how I felt about that and there's no way I would be singing joyfully cleaning the toilets with, in her experience with me. So she comes tearing down the hallway to find out what I'm doing, goofing off while she's working hard, okay? And she steps into the doorway of the bathroom and there I am on my hands and knees cleaning the toilet singing joyfully. And the reason she heard it so well is my voice was reverberating out of the porcelain bowl like a speaker, okay? And, and I turned around and saw her, and she stopped, and she said, Oh, you're cleaning the toilet. She couldn't believe it, all right? Well, here's the thing. I, I absolutely had no clue what was going on? I didn't know why she was surprised. I didn't know. It, it had never crossed my mind that I did not like cleaning toilets. Love, in this case, for hope and hope for me, had turned my have-tos into want-tos. And it was wonderful 
And, and, I, and, that, and by the way, um, I'm not saying cleaning toilets is my favorite thing to do today, but it's never been any issue since, okay? I had tried many times to not be so bent out of shape about cleaning toilets. Nothing worked, okay? Most people, about things they do not want to do, they avoid them or they manipulate people or circumstances so that they don't have to do them. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the wrong choice. And it's going to lead to a fuller and fuller stress barrel and less and less energy and hasten you to breaking at your weakest link. Okay? The right choice is don't even focus on that thing. Focus on living in love in the present moment, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of the end results, whether they're what you want or not. Giving up the end results to God, to love, to source, and truly committing to that, jumping in the deep end of the pool, forever and ever, amen. I'm not going back. Alright? If you truly do that, it will change your have-tos into want-tos, or at least being okay with that thing that used to be a have-to. So, find your memories, find your pictures with fear and pain, use Trilogy, change that memory, Change the fear to love, the falsehood to truth, the darkness to light, and it will change your have-tos into want-tos, which will drain your stress barrel, give you 12 units of energy a day. When you need 10, you'll feel like you're 18 again, and illness or disease will probably not even be a concern because your, your systems are working properly. Your gutter guards are up. You can't go in the gutter. You're going to your positive end destination. But the only way I know to get there is by changing your have-tos into want-tos. And when that happens, it is miraculous. It is like magic. It is remarkable. And once you choose love and commit to it, it's effortless. So this week, make a list of your have-tos. Rate them zero to ten. See if you can find uh, memories with similar feelings. Heal those and have energy to spare for the rest of your life. It's the way you're made to work. Not having energy is a malfunction. Let's get those gutter guards back up and on to your best life destination. Have a wonderful, blessed day.